Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. And welcome to the program. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be reviewing The Odd Life of Timothy Green, Camp Nowhere, Kermit's Swamp Years, and Space Camp. So right now, we have with us Anthony, and we are going to be reviewing the new movie, The Odd Life of Timothy Green. So how are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this film? Well, this film is all about two parents who really want a child, but it doesn't turn out they don't have, they aren't able to. So Mm -hmm. they get lots of things, write down things that they want in their child, put it in a box, and then they actually are able to get a real child that pops out of the ground. Oh my goodness. Well, it sounds very, very interesting. And all of the commercials for this movie seem very cute, and it seems like a very cute film. So why don't you tell me what you thought of the movie? I thought the movie was really, really good. Uh, it's like it has, I'd say it has probably a little bit of action at close to, I think, the end. But I'd say mm-hmm. that it's Really, really good. That's awesome. I'm glad you liked it. So, what did you think about the cinematography in this film? Well, I'd say that it's pretty much good. And yes, they could probably, I think it's good, just if they would add a little bit more, it would be better. Mm -hmm. So, you think there could have been a little bit more special effects? Probably, yeah. I see. So tell me a little bit about the emotion in this film. I know you've said there's a little bit of action towards the end, but is it a comedy? Is it a drama? What's it like? Well, it's sometimes funny and sometimes sad. Mm -hmm. So what age group would you recommend for this film? What age group? I would probably say... um. I'd just say three not because at the very end there is one scary part that other that young younger kids might not like unless they have an, an adult with them. Yeah, I could understand that. So, what did you think of the soundtrack in the film? I really liked the sound. It really went with the movie. Every yeah, it really went with it. Mm-hmm. And was it mostly, like, instrumentals, or was there, like, singing parts in the movie? Uh, I think there was a couple singing parts in the movie, but mostly just sound effects. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a pretty good movie so far, so do you think you have a favorite character? My favorite character, I said, was Timothy, because he is a really cool kid who has a big imagination and likes doing things. 
Mm -hmm. And he is the main character of the movie, so I could see how he would grab your attention. Do you think you have a favorite scene in the film? Favorite scene? i probably say is this was a funny and favorite scene. Is that mm -hmm. he was kicking, he was playing soccer, and he was going to kick the winning goal, but he accidentally kicked the wrong way. It oh, went no. super high, and then it went right towards his own team's goal. They tried to get it, but they couldn't, and it went right in the goal. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. I've actually seen that happen in real life before, which is so funny, and like, I just think it's so funny when that happens, but it does happen. So, I know you were saying that you would have possibly added a couple more special effects to the movie, but is there anything else that you would change or add to the film besides that? I don't think there would be anything that I'd probably change, because mm -hmm. this movie is great the way it is. That's awesome. So, I know you're saying that there's funny parts and there's also some sad parts. So, talk to me a little bit about the sad parts. Like, is it really sad that you're going to walk out of the theater feeling like, oh, that was really sad? Or, you know, tell me a little bit about that. So, like, the sad parts is there is some that I can't really tell most people that's going to give it away. Because yeah. there is this part at the end and then I think there were a couple sad parts in the story that I don't mm -hmm. really remember. But overall, do you think it's like a feel-good movie that your family could go watch? Yes, I think that would be a feel-good movie because it is a couple of parents who didn't have a child but didn't feel good about getting one. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, what did you think of the overall production of the movie? Hmm. I'd say the overall would, well, I'm just going to say, like, out of stars, mm -hmm. out of, like, ten, I would give it about, like, eight. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you liked it. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing The Odd Life of Timothy Green, Camp Nowhere, Kermit's Swamp Years, and Space Camp. So right now we have with us Anthony, and we are talking about the new film, The Odd Life of Timothy Green, and it sounds very, very entertaining. So Anthony, was there any other part of the film or the storyline or a specific character that really, really stood out to you? Well, there was one character who did kind of stood out to me, but sadly he did die later in the movie. Oh, that's too bad. But, I mean, at least that character stood out to you, you know? So, yeah. were there any morals or messages that you learned from this film? Well, there is a kind of, to me, there is a message is that if you forget, if something doesn't happen your way, don't get too sad about it because you're able to, you might be able to do something about it. Mm hmm And what do you think adults would think of this film? Like adults and maybe older teenagers, do you think they'd like it? Do you think they'd want to go see it? Or would they just see it with like their younger siblings or their kids? I'd say probably some parents might see it, but some might. And the teenagers, I guess probably some will who would probably be interested in stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't necessarily be like the first choice for a teen movie. No. I see. So, if you had to be one character in this film, which character would you be and why? Oh, I could be one character. I would say Timothy, because I would really like to be just like him. Mm -hmm. And what about him made you, you know, look up to him so much or want to be him so much? Well, he has a, a well, that, well, because he has an odd life. I'd like to have one. That is why it's called the odd life of Timothy Green. <laughs> you would like to have an odd life. I could definitely see you as being Timothy Green, you know. I could definitely see that. Your Anthony fits with Timothy Green for sure. Mm -hmm. 
So do you think the storyline of this film is relatable to uh, other audience members? I guess probably some kids might have something in common with them, but one, one, no kid ever, ever can come out of the ground. I know. It would be a miracle if it could. People would just have gardens of children in their backyards. That would be very interesting. <laughs> It would be very, very odd since it's the odd life of Timothy Green. So do you relate to anyone? Like, I know you said you want to be Timothy Green, but do you think you relate to him or relate to anybody else in the storyline? Um, well, I'd say I don't really think I could because I don't think of any, I can't think of anything that mm -hmm. I might have to say. Mm-hmm. And do you think this film left out anything that you would really want to put in, like a specific scene that you thought might be funny, or if there was a scene that you thought didn't really fit? Probably there was one scene that I would think is because um, once when the when Timothy did go to a gardener who was going to try to cut out some leaves, what I thought they could do to make it more funny is you know how they only did a pair of clippers yeah so i thought they were going to bring out like even more harder stuff and later they would bring out a chainsaw that would have um, been really really funny that would have been awesome to see well anthony thank you so much for telling us all about the odd life of timothy green it sounds very cute very funny and very odd as Anthony said it. So thank you, and be sure to go check out The Odd Life of Timothy Green in a theater near you. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. 
Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the film Camp Nowhere, and we have with us the lovely Camille. So how are you doing today, Camille? I'm awesome. How about you? I am doing fantastic. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this film? When I first heard like the title of this film, I was like, that sounds like a like a horror film or something, like Camp Nowhere. <laughs> but anyway, I'll let you tell us about that. <laughs> um, yes, I do agree. It does kind of sound like a horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. Um, this film is about four friends, Mud, Zach, Trish, and Gabby. Um and these kids' parents want to send them each off to awful summer camps. They're all, um, and then one day Mud comes up with an idea to make up their own summer camp. Um, and they have enough money to do it, but they have to have an adult, an adult to help them with their plan. Um, but luckily, Mud has the perfect person in mind, uh, in mind, Dennis Ben Welker. Um, And Dennis has a shady past and is running from the law. Oh, my goodness. Well, it sounds very, very interesting. And it definitely does not sound like the scary thing that I thought it would be, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what you thought of the film? Um, I thought that this film was actually very well done. Um, considering that it was made in 1994, um, I thought it had a lot of super funny scenes and characters, and I, I just really enjoyed it overall. Well, it sounds very, very interesting and very good. So what did you think of the cinematography and the visuals of this film? I know you were saying it's a little bit older, but what's your opinion on those? Um, I think that the cinematography in this film is awesome. Um, I especially love the setting. It's a beautiful campus with an amazing lake and nice little camp cabins. Um, it's very picturesque. Well, it sounds lovely. So, what did you think of the soundtrack in this film? Um, there wasn't actually much music in this film, although the kids do have, they have lots of money, as I was saying before, um, and they have, you know, they have enough money to, you know, rent this nice little campus and for the summer, and they they end up buying a bunch of, like, a bunch of, um, like, they buy uh, water guns and, like, electric guitars, so they're, they're playing guitar a lot, um, like rock music. It sounds, it's- like, really fun. Like, I think... All of the kids' first kids need to get together and make a camp nowhere with water guns and <laughs> guitars. De- definitely. <laughs> Let's do that. So <laughs> do you think you have a favorite scene or a favorite character in the um, film? Well, I have both. Um, my favorite scene in this film um, is when the parents come to visit their kids and the kids at Camp Nowhere. Um, and they have to pretend that the camp is whatever camp they're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So it gets really funny and exciting, and you sometimes don't even know what's going to happen next. So it's all, like, suspenseful. Yeah, I definitely. could imagine, like, trying to be like, yes, Mom, this is camp math a lot, where we do math and we don't play with water guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And tell me about, you know, what you thought of the emotion in this film. Because it sounds like a pretty funny movie, but what's the yeah. emotion, in your opinion? Um, well, there's romance, definitely, um, between, um, one of the main characters, Zach, and Trish, and Mud and Gabby, and, um, so I, a lot of that is romance, and also just, you know, just having fun and being kids, I thought, was a good feeling about this film. Awesome. So, do you think you would change anything about this film at all? Not at all. I thought it was perfect the way that it was. Um, although at some parts it did get a little bit boring. And um, although the boring scenes usually turned out to be um, funny. Mm-hmm. So you think it could have been a little bit more, you know, fast paced to keep your yes, interest level? Definitely. And also this film is a bit long, so I would have probably liked it to be shorter because it's like two hours. Mm-hmm. So you think there could have been a couple parts that, you know, could have been cut out to save time? Yeah, definitely. All right. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing Camp Nowhere, Kermit's Swamp Years, and Space Camp. So right now we're talking with Camille about Camp Nowhere, and it sounds very, very interesting, and it sounds very, very funny, as she was saying. So do you think there were any morals or messages that you learned during this film? Um, Well, I think that the moral is um, friendship and teamwork. Well, there too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, teamwork, I think, um, because, you know, these kids all, you know, kind of had to put their heads together. And, you know, they came up with a really cool plan for summer. And I thought that that was one of the morals. And also friendship, because they're friends. And, um, (laughs) yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's well, good, and it's good to have friend like you know great friends that you can have fun with and that you're not fighting with all the time and stuff. Absolutely, like that. absolutely. And even if you have great friends, you definitely have the occasional spat about stupid things. You know. Oh In yeah. My case, def- I've fought with my friends about like shoes. I think I don't know, just stupid <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I've fought with my friends about quarters before. Oh my goodness, I think you win for the most ridiculous thing to find <laughs> your friends about, for sure. <laughs> Quarters, wow. I'd love to see how that went. So, I think you um, could see yourself as any character, and if you could, who would you be and why? Oh, wow. Um, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, um, I don't know. I really, um, maybe Gabby, mm-hmm. um, I feel, um, I feel like, um, so, I don't know, I could probably relate to her because, um, she really likes to, she, she's pretty, she's a quiet person, um, and she doesn't always have a lot of confidence, but, um, when she, like, warms up, she, she, like, she really is, a friendly person. Well, that sounds awesome. And how old are the kids in this movie? Like, what are um, their ages supposed to be? I believe that they're in middle school, but they don't really they don't really talk about that a lot. It's mostly just about you know them going to summer camp and having fun. Mm-hmm. And you know, what do you think are some other morals or messages that can put out to the audience? Um. I really don't know, actually. I think that those are the only ones that I can come up with right now. (laughs) Awesome. So you were saying a little bit, there's like a little bit of romance. Do you think that romance would be inappropriate for younger kids? You know, what age range would you recommend for this film? Um, It's not bad romance. So I would probably like, um, uh, I'd recommend it for, um, kids ages nine and up because I think that it's a great family film um, that the family can watch together. Mm -hmm. And what do you think is something in this film that stood out to you the most, whether it's, you know, a song, even though you said there wasn't very much music in the film or a character or, you know, a scene, some cinematography, what stood out to you the most? Like, what do you remember the most? Um, I think that one of the characters that I would remember the most is um, Zach. Um, I like Zach because um, although he has a really, although he has a frightening reputation, he's really funny and good at heart. Mm-hmm. And do you think that adults and older teenagers would be able to, you know, watch this movie with their friends, or do you think it's, you know, you said nine and up, but do you think it's more in like the preteen age range? Yeah, maybe. Definitely. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. And do you think there's anything, I know you were saying that there are some boring parts in this film, but do you think there was a specific scene that you thought just like really did not help the movie at all? Um, well, there was a scene where, um, so Mud hurts his arm while playing with like fire and, um, with sparklers. And so he has to go to the doctor and Dennis takes him. Um, but and Dennis has a crush on um, on the doctor, and so oh my he, god, <laughs> yeah. 
So he invites her over to dinner, and in this scene, it's just a little bit boring, you know. I mean, in a way, it's a little bit funny because he's trying to impress her mm-hmm. and making up funny lies. Well, how lies. old is she? Oh, my God. I honestly have no idea. She's uh, probably in her 40s, I'm Oh, guessing. my gosh. Well, that is very, very, very interesting. My God. Well, yeah. Camille, thank you so much for telling us all about Camp Nowhere. And it sounds like a hilarious movie. I just laughed interviewing you about it. So it must be good. <laughs> be sure to check that out. And Camille, thanks again. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devani from Kids First Coming Attractions. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the film Kermit Swamp Years, and we have with us Cheyenne. So how are you doing today, Cheyenne? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this film? Well, it's about Kermit and his friends when they lived in the swamp. And he's like, wanted to know what the outside of the swamp is, how to feel like. And, you know, a few days later, they figured out, yeah, let's go to the swamp. Let's go outside the swamp. So they did, but, like, there's this, like, red pickup truck that stopped by. And they, like, picked them up to, like, a pet shop. And it was crazy. And, like, there's one part that was really funny with, like, all his, um, with all Kermit's brothers and sisters. He's, like, the oldest. So he has to call out everybody for, like, dinner time or, like, um, bedtime. So he's, like... 
dinner time and like and there's so much people he has so much um brothers and sisters it's so funny because like they just run over him <laughs> oh my goodness so what did you think of this film i thought it was great mm-hmm. was there anything in particular that you know made you really really like it yeah, I liked goggles because everybody, like, you know, like, you barely think of toads, right? All you think of the frog. Uh-huh. So people are like, oh, yeah, he's a frog. And, like, you frog or something. He's like, well, technically, I'm a toad. <laughs> he always <laughs> he sounds that like a cute him. character. Yeah, he's like the nerdy type. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of the visuals in this film? I thought it was great, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. What made it so awesome in the beginning? Because in the beginning, like, you see Kermit, like, roping on a rope, and he's, like, swinging, and then he jumps into the pond. It was pretty cool. That sounds very, very cool. So, what do you think of the soundtrack in this film? Well, there wasn't that much music, but all the, it wasn't as catchy as the other Kermit the Frog movies. That's the thing that kind of, you know, didn't... Didn't click well, to me. It didn't really click to you. I yeah. understand. Some movies are just like that, and you, you know, it's inevitable that you'll find some movies that just don't really. The soundtrack doesn't really click. I've had that happen. So, yeah. what did you think your favorite scene or character might be in this film? My character has to be Kermit because even though there's like no hope, but he always thinks on the positive side. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It seems like that's something that everyone should be able to look up to. Yeah. And what is your favorite scene in this movie? Um, I don't really have a favorite scene. Well, I have a favorite scene, but it's the end. Mm, I don't want to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell us. We don't want any, any giveaways because then that defeats the purpose of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you had a favorite scene, even if it must be kept a secret for our viewers. Oh, and I have an... I have another one. It's when um Blotch, like, he was kind of like a bully in the beginning, but then they were kind of really nice to him. So he kind of, um, you know, kind of like felt like in family. So like, um, Goggles did something brave to save him. So like, I liked it because he's like, I'm helping a friend, even though he's like Blotch is not that nice to them, you know. That's still really nice, you know. Even if someone is not the best to you, it's it's okay. So, is there anything that you might change about this film at all? I wouldn't really change anything. Well, not really. Yeah, the rest was really good. That's awesome. So, what did you think about the emotion in this film? The emotion was great. It was kind of like a roller coaster. A roller coaster. I love movies that are like that because if it's just all happy or all funny or all sad, you're just like, okay, I'm I'm bored now. So that's yeah. nice that it was a roller coaster. But do you think, you know, overall it was a laugh out loud movie or a sad movie? You know, did yep. it get some laughs out of you? An LOL movie. LOL. <laughs> Too funny. So, what age group would you recommend for this film? Whoever likes the Muppets, um, they should watch it and other people too. Um, I, think I would give everyone likes the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it four and up. Four and up. I think I would agree with you. I love the Muppets, and you know, I think I definitely want to see this movie because I've seen like all of the Muppet movies. Yay! <laughs> yeah, You're listening some- to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host Raven Devaney, and right now we are reviewing Kermit Swamp Years and Space Camp, and we're specifically talking about Kermit Swamp Years right now. And we have with us Cheyenne, and she was just telling me that anyone who likes uh, Kermit the Frog movies should definitely check this out in Muppet <laughs> movies. And I think what? Uh, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? Five out of five stars. Five out of five stars. That's awesome. So, is there anything that you would add to this movie at all? Um, I wouldn't really add anything because the rest is the the whole movie is just great. Hmm. Well, I'm really, really glad that you like it and that you would leave it as the way it is. So, what do you think of the overall production of the film? It was really great because, um, you know, it's kind of hard doing things underwater. So I think that was really good. That I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. 
And did you relate to the story at all, or do you think that other audience members would be able to relate to the story? I kind of related to it because I like, well, not really, but I was thinking to myself, okay, so I'm Kermit. See, uh, let's see, uh, how how can I live out in the, in how how do I feel living in the jungle? You know, it's like him. How do you know? How do I feel like living outside the swamp? You know. Mm-hmm. So you try to like put yourself in his shoes. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea, especially you know, like if you're into acting or something, which you are. And so you go and you're like, how would my character do this? Or what would I do if I were my character? You know, things like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you had to be one specific character, who would you be and why? I'd be Pilgrim the dog. Because, like, sometimes I'm kind of a big help. <laughs> Don't need to brag. <laughs> but, like, you know. Like, I, I meet a lot of friends, too, in acting, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. She met Kermit, and she met Kermit and his friend. So mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, so that's awesome that you relate to her. So yeah. do you think um, there were any morals or messages that you learned from this film? The message, the message in this movie is that to never give up. Because Kermit never gives up, you know? Absolutely. Kermit Always never, ever, up. ever gives up. so would you have I know you said that you want to leave this film the way it is but what did you think about the length of the film because I know you know a lot of younger kids watch the Muppets so do you think it was a good length for younger kids to be able to sit through yeah it is it's a really good movie I oh gosh it's just an amazing movie and what is one part of this amazing movie that stuck with you the most? What stuck with me the most is um when they met um when they met Pilgrim because you know she was like so nice and she was really hyper and uh you know I'm kind of hyper too <laughs> and she's really because she's like you want to be my you want to be my owner and super cute. That sounds very, very cute. So, are you a fan of the other Muppet films and Kermit the Frog movies? Yes, I love them so much. Who doesn't love them? My goodness. So, how do you think um, Kermit's Swamp Years compared to other Muppet movies that you may have seen or that the audience may have seen? They're kind of like the same, but it's but there is no like mystery. Piggy or the other Muppets. It was just kind of like focused on Kermit the Frog and these mm-hmm. other Muppets, you know? Mm-hmm. Other Frog and so Muppets. there were some some new characters or older characters, you know? It wasn't yeah. the typical bunch Full of Muppets cast. that you see. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like it, like in the title it says, um, Kermit's Swamp Years. So is he younger in this uh, movie than he is in the other Muppet films, or is he like the same person? Well, this is when he lived in the swamp, so like this is when he was a little younger. And let me tell you something he got inspired by acting because while he was on his journey, he they accidentally bumped into a movie theaters, and he's like, I want to do that because he's watching a movie. And then he's like, oh, you can't sword. And then he's like, oh, no, acting like, yeah, frog can go into business. It's, yeah, that was a lot of poop jokes I loved. <laughs> well, that sounds very, very funny. So like Shan was saying, if you like the Muppets and if you like Kermit the Frog and if you just want to laugh and watch a good feel, feel good movie, check out Kermit's Swamp Years. Shan, thank you for telling me all about this movie. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. 
To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the film Space Camp. And again, we have with us Camille. And Camille, we were just talking about Camp Nowhere and now Space Camp. So I guess it's just camp-themed Camille Day. (laughs) Definitely. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this film? Um... So, Space Camp is about five kids, Kevin, Catherine, Chish, Rudy, and Max, um, who go to camp to train like astronauts. Um, The director of the camp is a strict astronaut named Andy. Things get really exciting when they actually get to explore a real spaceship. Mm -hmm. Um, A mechanical creature that NASA creates um, also hears Max say that he wishes he could really go up into space when some of the older boys in the dorm are bullying him and he's Mm -hmm. sad um and so when they are actually um exploring and inside the spaceship um he he uh he makes it uh Take go up off. into space. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, I couldn't find the word. <laughs> it's okay. Um, that sounds... And, I would be terrified if that happened to me. I'd be like, oh my god, I want to go back to Earth. <laughs> I know, definitely. And I... And, um... So... This is actually my favorite scene in the movie. Because the kids are put into an adult situation and have to work as a team. Absolutely. I think definitely when you're when you're put in a situation where it's like seriousness you sort of come together despite your differences yeah definitely I think it even works out in like less serious situations like team sports or something I mean let's hope (laughs) that you that not everybody who's you know getting in fights goes up into space because that would probably not end very well I know right (laughs) so what did you think of the visuals in this film um well this movie, this film is also an old, this is an old film too. Um, it was made in 1986. So the visuals were really cheesy. Yeah. 
I I can especially imagine with a space movie because I have seen so many like older space films because of my little brother's like oh aliens sweet <laughs> and it's like I definitely get what you're saying because I mean I'm glad we've come so far with technology because I don't think I would see half the movies I see now if we didn't have like special effects you know yeah I definitely know what you're talking about how it was a little bit cheesy Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of the soundtrack, if you noticed it at all? Um, well, there was a bit of classical music, except it wasn't, like, slow-moving. It was, like, suspenseful classical music. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, string quartets building up the suspensive. Yeah, definitely. It sets the mood. Mm-hmm. And so, tell me, I'm only assuming, um, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that this is, like, an adventure movie because they go up into space. Is oh, it, yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Awesome. I was right. Yay. So, <laughs> do you think you have a favorite character? Because you already told us your favorite scene. So, do you have a favorite character in this movie? Um. Well, I believe that my favorite character in this film is Tish. I like Tish because... Um, She's like she's a girl she's a really big girly girl but she's also really smart and another reason wh- why I like her is because she shows that you don't that girls who are pretty can also be smart. Absolutely. That's awesome. I think if I saw this movie she'd probably be my favorite character too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So what age group would you recommend this film for? Um I would recommend this film for ages 11 and up because there is some inappropriate language Mm -hmm. and once again this film is almost two hours long and might be hard for a younger child to sit through Mm -hmm. absolutely but then again also like my little brother he can sit through like five star wars movies and just still be like completely entertained you know so i think it depends on the commitment to the film (laughs) Because I, for one, could definitely not sit through a two-hour movie that I wasn't, like, in love with, you know. But I bet if you put my brother in front of that screen, he'd be like, what? It's over? That was only two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So is there anything you might change in this film besides the fact that it's very, very old? Um, I, um... Really, I have nothing to change. Um, if it was a if it was a a newer movie, I probably would have some things to change. But it was made in 1986, so I don't think so. <laughs> That's awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and right now we are reviewing Space Camp, and we have with us Camille, and she was just telling me a little bit about this film, and it sounds really cool, even though it is a bit older, you know, and not necessarily the best visual quality and special effects, but that is to be expected. So, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? Um, I would give this film four to five stars because, um, it can't, once again, um, it can get a little bit boring. Yeah. Um, actually, I would like to change that. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Uh, and, um, you know, it's really cheesy. <laughs> yeah. So would you still give it four out of five stars or three out of five stars or what would you give? Um, I don't know. I'd probably give it three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half out of five stars. Well, that sounds like a pretty good, you know, rating, even though it's not necessarily geared towards, you know, your genre of film. And it is definitely an older film. So and that's why I think younger kids are a little bit more forgiving when it comes to, you know, older films because they're not as, like, critical, you know? They're not like, what? That was so fake, you know? My brother's always like, oh, my God, that's so real. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. (laughs) So what did you think of the overall production of the film? Um, I thought the overall production of this film was, was, um... it was pretty awesome um i thought that the acting was pretty good um although you know sorry i keep saying this but it's so cheesy yeah Um, um although it's not the acting is not as cheesy as the as the special effects. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And what about the acting, you know, despite the obvious cheesiness, what about the acting, you know, stood out to you and what did you like about it? Um, I really liked it because most of it I believed and like, you know, it actually seemed really real to me. That's awesome. That's always the best part of acting because you know you're not acting good if people can tell you're acting. So if that makes <laughs> sense. That's just what I've learned in my years, my 15 years on this earth. <laughs> so do you think there was any morals or messages that this film put out to audiences? Um, I think that it would probably be being mature because as I was saying before, you know, when the opportunity is given... Um, you can, you, you're, um, no matter how young you are, you can still do grown-up things when you have to. Absolutely. And definitely, I think that goes for anything, you know, because really be a kid for as long as you can, because you're only a kid for a short time and then you're an adult for the rest of your life. (laughs) But there definitely comes times when, you know, you can be bit more mature that doesn't mean you need to go out and get a job when you're in fifth grade but still (laughs) you get what I'm saying yes so if you had to be one specific character who would you be and why um I would oh geez wow I (laughs) would question I know right um I think I would probably be I'd be Tish because I feel like I can definitely relate to her. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that coming. I knew it. I called yeah, it. Definitely. Um, I feel like we have a lot in common. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of freak out over small things and hyperventilate sometimes. Oh, my um, God. So, uh, and um, I don't know. I just think that she's overall a nice person. And I'm not trying to brag. But I think I'm pr- a pretty... I think I'm a pretty nice person. Well, I'm, I don't think that's bragging at all. I think you are definitely a nice person, you know. Thank I you. I know because I get to talk to you. You're definitely <laughs> nice. And also, if Tish is freaking out over little things, I understand how that would be a little bit funny. But I think I would, I think any of the calmest people in the entire world, if they got sent up into space, they would have a total, uh, total meltdown. Because I know I, I would have a meltdown if I got sent up into space without being aware of that yeah me too so I think we'd both be up there like hyperventilating and like crying our eyes out but you know, I know it, right? we'd find aliens and make friends there we go yay well thank you so much for being with us and telling us all about space camp and also camp nowhere it was a pleasure to talk to you as always well it was a pleasure to talk to you too thank you so much awesome Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney, signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week.